Thank you for your love that you so lavishly give us and pour out upon us. Um, that it is never ending, that it is unending, that it is overwhelming, and that it fills every need that we have. Um, thank you for you, and would you be here with us this morning? Um, if you are in junior high, grades 6, 7, and 8, you are dismissed. Uh, everyone else, you can take a seat. places, small spaces, calling out our best, and I want to Morning Forest View. So has anyone seen the latest Spider-Man video? The one that just came out this week? Le Spider-Man? Mon chéri en Paris? So France got visited by a Spider-Man this week. I, I, I'm just going to show it to you. If you haven't seen it, I want to I show this to you. <laughs> 30 seconds it took him to climb that. What's amazing about it is he came out from a soccer match. He's a migrant, one of the African migrants in France, and he saw this baby hanging from there. There's just a crowd, and he just did it, just jumped up. He sprung into action. 30 seconds, and, and now he sat down with the, the president of France. He's been offered French citizenship. We want you. <laughs> so, offered a job as a fireman. I'm like, yeah, I want that guy on my fire. He doesn't even need a ladder. It's like, whatever. <laughs> when asked why he did it, this is what he said I did it because it was a child. Just saw a child there, and his heart had within it just a kindness. A softness towards children. He, he had a, a heart made for children and for kindness. And when we think about kindness, it, it, it's something that 
we see every day, just little random acts of kindness, but then there's also like a supernatural kindness. There's a kindness that goes beyond. And when we look at Jesus Christ, when we talk about reflecting his perfection, one of the things that we are called to is to love like Jesus and to be kind like Jesus. To have in our hearts this just predisposition just to be able to jump at an opportunity to show the kindness and love of Jesus. This isn't an easy suggestion, by the way. The, the, the fact that Jesus calls us to kindness, he's not just like, oh, be kind in general nicely. This is the kindness that Jesus calls us to in Luke 6.35. But love your enemies. Do good to them and lend to them without expecting to get anything back. Then your reward will be great and you will be children of the Most High because he is kind to the ungrateful and the wicked. That's you, by the way. <laughs> He's, like, he's kind to us. This is the kindness that Jesus, uh, it's, it's a radical kindness. And, and Jesus didn't just ask us to do it. He wasn't one of those teachers that said, hey, here's how it goes. He actually showed this type of kindness. I just want to walk through a quick couple stories. Jesus was intervening into the midst of a woman who was caught in adultery. There was a number of people all around her, who were going to stone her to death for adultery. Now, the man was missing, which was itself a problem. And here Jesus is in the middle of this situation, and he writes down on the ground, basically calling everyone, out, hey, have you sinned? Have you sinned? The person who hasn't, let them throw the stone. Well, they all recognized they couldn't help but drop their stones and walk away. And then Jesus says this to her, because he could condemn her. He said to her, neither do I condemn you. And notice with this love, he also has a loving word for her, which is a hard word. It's go and sin no more. Another kindness to help her go on her way. Then there was a woman who reached out when he was walking through a crowd and touched his garment, and the power went out from him. And she was scared of him. Oh no, she knew something happened. She'd be immediately healed. And he said, who touched me? And there she is, fearful, just says to him, it was me. And he says, a blessing on her. This is the kindness of Jesus. A woman who was ravaged with disease. A woman who, if she touched you, you couldn't go to temple anymore. She thought she was getting called out for it. And yet, in his loving kindness, Christ blesses her further. The same day, this woman had, had 12 years of suffering of this disease. There's a 12-year-old girl who passes away. Now, this 12-year-old girl was the daughter of an enemy of his country. He was a Roman centurion, the very people who are subjugating the Jewish people. And he hears this call and Jesus answers, and he raises this little girl from the dead. An act of kindness to an entity that has been so brutal to him and his people. Yet Jesus recognizes this is a child of God. We are all children of God. We all need the kindness of God to continue on. Then there was a, a Roman tax collector named Zacchaeus. 
We all know the story. He's up in a tree because he can't even see. And he is a thief. He steals from good people. He is completely unkind. He steals from the taxes of others. And he's just robbing the Jewish people blind to get ahead. He's serving the enemies who are crushing Israel. And yet, Jesus extends a hand and says, hey, can I come over for lunch? Let's just sit down with you and, and chat. This is the love and the kindness of Jesus, blowing the minds of the people who are around him. Jesus also sat down at a well with a Samaritan woman. If he had been seen by Jewish people, they would immediately call him out. There's no way he's supposed to be in the presence of a Samaritan Someone who they can consider dirty. Not only was she dirty because she was Samaritan from her ethnicity, also because she had been sleeping around a lot. And Jesus, again, in kindness, says to her, let me fulfill your thirst. Let me fill you up. This is the kindness of Jesus. Now, we need to be careful I want to make sure we're clear. We should not confuse kindness with weakness, right? Kindness isn't just being bulldozed over, laying flat, letting people hurt you, letting people hurt other people. Kindness is not weakness. Kindness is actually a profound strength to be able to be kind in the midst of difficulties, to be kind to that poor person who's being bullied and abused, you step in. That's a form of kindness. That is not a weakness. It takes a, a strength. To be kind to someone, often you're the stronger person because it's their weakness that's causing you to have to be kind in your strength. In kindness, Jesus drives the money changers out from the temple. Look at this picture. Does that look like kindness to you? And yet he's doing a huge kindness <laughs> to the people of Israel. Cleansing the temple from a form of idolatry that was insidious. Being kind even to these money changers, your souls are in peril. Let me speak the truth. I'm going to clean you out. So it's a, an act of kindness that we often wouldn't think of kindness. Kindness is strength. Love takes courage. Love is hard. The best example we can think of is Jesus at the cross. Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Can you put yourself there? The type of kindness that Jesus is showing in this moment is, is a, a radical form of love. It is a, a self-sacrificing form of love. It is a love that puts others before himself, a kindness that thinks about the other person. Even when they're hurting them, he recognizes they don't realize it. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine praying for the very people who are killing him? They plotted ruin, and, and they're doing it to him. And I, and I ask, could you do that? Could I, could I do that? Is your heart full of a love and a kindness strong enough to let you bless those who persecute you? This is kindness. This is what we're called to. And it might seem impossible. And you know what? It seems unfair. 
And what Jesus does there, I thought, that's, not, that's almost unfair. But then we remember when we look at this, wait a second, that's me. That's me. No, not the one with the cross. The one he's praying for. That's me. That's you. You put him on the cross. If no one else was alive and it was just you, he'd still have to mount that cross so you could be forgiven. Sorry, forgive Cyril, Lord. He doesn't know what he's doing. It's this prayer for each of us. In his love, at that last moment, he poured out his heart. He's just like, these humans, they don't get it. I'm one of them, and yet they're slaughtering me, and I'm taking it because I love them. He forgave me for putting him up there. And if that's true, if he did that for me, you know what? I can do it. I can love. I can be kind. I was given a spirit of power by God himself. The Holy Spirit of God is residing in me. And I can love others because he loved me. Each of those people is the imago Dei. That means that they're made in the image of God. And whenever we encounter a person, we need to remember that God's image is there. And I must be kind to that image. However that kindness takes place, whether it's a, a, a hard word that they're not ready to hear, but they need to hear, or whether it's a soft word that they don't think they're going to get, but that they need to have. That is the love of God. I think Jesus realized the complications in the hearts of the people who were putting him up on the, on the cross. The people who were putting him there, they didn't realize what they were doing. In a certain sense they did, but not in another. They didn't realize, really, this is, this is God in human flesh. They didn't realize the enormity of action. So, so he shows them this last kindness. He says, you know, I'm going to pray for them. And isn't that an easy way to show kindness, to pray for people? Easy. Isn't that one of the hardest things to do for people? really do for people? So you just say, hey, I'll pray for you. But to actually put that time aside and actually concretize that prayer, to pray for people. So we need to know how to reflect the kindness of Christ. And I've been thinking about this. But so how, how do we reflect kindness? I ask, like, do you have stories of kindness? Can you think back, like, this is, oh, I did this. And I, just think of your life. Are, are you kind? Do you, do you have those moments? And when you're in the, and, and something comes along just in the moment, are you ready to jump in and, and do the kindness? Or are you going, oh, I have, I have to be back at the office at 10. And I have, are you ready to jump in and be kind when you're needed? Are you ready to love when God puts that opportunity in front of you? What are your stories? I want to just throw some stories out here just to kind of help us recognize, oh, yeah, I can, I can do this. This is from the Reader's Digest. The first picture is a picture of, a, they call him the ICU grandpa. He goes into intensive care units in Atlanta twice a week, and he just holds babies whose parents can't make it in there. He's been doing this for 12 years. Just kindness and love. I read a story. Um, here's a picture of a bike, and uh, most of the pictures are real. This one I just picked. It looks, he kind of looks like a punk teenager, right? So I thought it would be a good picture for the story. <laughs> Leaving a store, I returned to my car only to find that I'd locked my keys and my cell phone inside. 
A teenager riding his bike saw me kick a tire and say a few choice words. What's wrong, he asked. I explained my situation. But even if I could call my wife, I said she can't bring me her car key since this is our only car. He handed me his cell phone, call your wife and tell her I'm coming to get the key. That's the seven mile round trip. Don't worry about it. An hour later, he returned with the key. I offered him some money, but he refused. Let's just say I needed the exercise, he said. And then like a cowboy in the movies, he rode off into the sunset. <laughs> right? He didn't expect this punk teenage kid to, to have in his heart the kindness. Why? Well, sometimes we misjudge people, don't we? There's a New York hairstylist here, Mark Bustos who has been giving, he called, he's called a humanitarian. That's not, that's not mine. And he gives transformative haircuts for free. He's going to places, California, the Philippines, England. He goes into places where people can't take care of themselves or it's ravaged, and he just gives them really stylish haircuts for free. Like, oh, that's, what, do you, what kind of talent do you have? What, what can you, you think I can't do anything? Like, hey, what, what can you offer? And finally, there's this IHOP server, Joe Thomas. He knew a couple of regulars. There's this husband and wife, and, and the, the wife had Huntington's disease. And so normally, the, the husband would feed the wife her meal before he ate his own. And this went up on Facebook. Someone took this picture, but the server just decided, I'm going to sit down, and I'm going to feed your wife, and you eat at the same time so you can have a meal together simultaneously. It's like, it's a moment of Kindness. These are your stories. These can be your stories. These, these, are, these are our stories. To be ready to love and be kind when the opportunity arises. To, to present Jesus in the moment. That's how we reflect Christ. Because make no mistake, life is going to give you a myriad of opportunities to show an unhuman kindness. A divine kindness. A Jesus-style love. I just say, jump at the chance. Do that dance with a, with a second glance. Just may God make you poised to bring joy when the moment arises. May we be waiting for a chance to, to inconvenience ourselves to show supernatural love. Come with kind words, kind actions actually put aside time to pray for people who are in need during your week. Kindness is a muscle. Flex it. The more we practice kindness, the more it becomes who we are internally. The more we practice kindness, the more we reflect the perfection of Jesus. So as we exercise kindness in regular life, I just pray it becomes a part of who we are. Recognize as those who follow Jesus, we have an advantage. We have the supernatural power of the Holy Spirit to be kind when it's difficult, to be kind when we're tired, to be kind when we're busy. Listen to that voice when it speaks. Wait a second, help. May force you become a place that's known for like supernatural kindness. 
that looks out for, for ways to show love to others. And, and may our kindness reflect the perfect loving kindness of our God and our Savior. Amen. It says in Romans that God's kindness was meant to lead us to repentance. What that means is whenever we look at the kindness of God and we recognize in our own hearts the places where we haven't been kind. And he's asking us to lay those down to him, to, to come to him. He's forgiven us of our unkindness. This table that we come to each week, where Jesus says, my, my body was broken. Where he says, my blood was poured out for the forgiveness of your sins. The most extravagant kindness the world has ever seen. And he did that for you. So as we come to the table today, I just pray that we come before him, lay it down wherever our hearts are, and ask him, Lord, show me how, where, when I can be your manifestation of kindness to someone this week. Let's pray. Lord, as we approach the table, we, we thank you that it represents the love of God, the sacrifice of Christ, the kindness of the Holy Spirit himself. And we pray, Lord God, that that kindness would well up in our hearts as we take the bread and as we take the cup, Lord God, let us receive your forgiveness and let us receive your kindness and may it fill us up with a kindness we can share with others. We ask this all knowing that you want to use us, that you want to show your love through us, that you have planned the church to be the means of your kindness to grow across the world. We pray today, Lord God, that Forest View Church would receive your kindness and enact your kindness. In Jesus' name, amen. Uh, communion will be available for you to take at your own pace uh, during this next song. Um, it will be on the tables around you, so you can get up and take that yourself. You can take it at the table or bring it back to your seat and take it uh, individually as you feel led um, in the next few minutes.